Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. California love. Du, 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 du. <laughs> just like California, just like LA, SDL knows how to party. Yes, we're here on a Saturday once again. It's myself, Jack Graham. You're listening to Saturday Draft Live. You know that you know the usual shit. This is each sleep with luxury tweet, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, all over the shop. Listen to Central, listen to our feature shows, listen to East Meets West, check out Quiz Showdown, check out everything. We've got it all. Check us on Twitter, Suplex Retweet, our Facebook page, our community page. We're all over the shop, and I'm joined by one of the hosts of East Meets West, the the man that's, that could be the first three-time in this competition, Scott McLeod. Welcome to the show once again. Oh, uh, hello, Jack. You know, much like a pick that screwed over one of our, uh, our fellow co-hosts earlier this week, and we'll talk about that later. We are here to show the world. We're here to show the world. <laughs> Things aren't exactly what they seem. That is absolutely mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely certain. But we'll go, we'll do our usual. We'll go on to the top three. And in third place, it's no surprise that this week is very AEW heavy in, the, in, the, in our points totals, as, as we've seen uh, Jade Cargill and the team of Tom and Allen, a successful title defence against Take On Tay at uh, Revolution, season 19 points. It's a, it's it's been a very fruitful pick this Jade Cargo, and it's one that's maybe it's took a while for Jade Cargo to get going in the draft, but we're we're seeing it now with forty three points overall and crack in the, into that top ten. Yeah, definitely. I think she's like number five in the top ten overall of the season, and you know she's definitely paying dividends for Alan Tall. I think given they're in the position for the snake draft at the end of the first into the second round. Uh, is why they really get her as early as they did, and it was a smart decision to get her so early because I think as we go into the next season, uh, she's going to continue to rack up defenses because like every match she has seemingly is a title match on like the main shows, so the points are going to keep rolling in, and the fact that uh, it was a match on pay per view, you know those points are going to be a big boost as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also Jade's been in a team with myself before. It was kind of sporadic matches and rampage here and there, and obviously the title eliminator came in. And I think, I think at this point, the the the, the stock of Jade Cargo has certainly certainly rise, and she's definitely a very very much a top pick going into next season, I believe. But someone that's, uh, I guess, uh, as I've I've said before, a, a listeners' league original. You could you could you could argue every every team has this man on it. Uh, twenty eight points. We'll, we'll talk about captaincy changes a bit, and we'll talk about why there's so many points. But Tony Schiavone with JP and Callum Bennett, the 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 sexy express. Twenty eight points for Tony Schiavone after a pay per view in Dynamite. Just doing just doing its thing again. I know, buddy. Buddy Big Tony's all over the shop, and he's racking up points for Callum and JP along the way, and you know. He said, it's no surprise that they two have got them with GPB, the Ulster League winner, and he's very popular within the, the Ulster League, is big Tony. You know, and like you said, it, I'm surprised just how frequently he's been used, not just as commentary, but in like interview segments. Uh, but obviously, because when the season started, I didn't think people like him would pay as much dividends as they have been doing. 
the last few weeks, but you know, so as I know, you you had him like appearing in different segments on Revolution, waving that big contract around to let you know, let you see who it was before the announced it. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, it's it's one again. It's like there's it absolutely proves his values and value in not taking taking wrestlers all the time and there's points there's times you think oh there's four you can take up you can maybe take above them when you think wrestlers and wrestling wins and that pay-per-view points and that but Tony Schiavone man he's just he he's he knocks it out of the park every season and someone that's certainly knocked it out of the park this week with two successful title events against Adam Cole and Dante Martin Adam Page from the team of uh, Andy Mitchell and Ross McLeod uh who be in a six-man tag next week, not with members of the Dark Order. We see that's with Jurassic Express against Adam Cohen, two of his friends. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting time with Adam Page to see this rivalry continue and maybe a potential Dark Order heel turn on Adam Page at some point. But it's a it's not an all-too-familiar name we see in the top three, Scott, Adam Page. Yeah, I think it's the thing that AW does now that they have him featured, but the champion doesn't always wrestle, Not at least not Ironman uh, during his reign. But, you know, he did rack up this season that win over Lance Archer, and then we had Revolution, and then a wee surprise win it against Dante Martin. So it's like the world champion is definitely someone worth having on the team. But it is surprising that, you know, he's got like 45 I think, points at his overall, similar to the head of J with 43. But Toy Shavari's actually the best. AW picked this year. He's on 49 points overall, but number two overall the season. So it's surprising that Tony Schiavone's getting more points than the uh, than the actual AEW world champion. And I do feel bad. I don't want to seem like I'm talking down to Ross and Andy, but you know, Matt Point, Simon's racking up. If they just made one or two other changes in their lineup, then they would be a lot higher in the last few weeks than they are right now. Yeah, but we'll, we'll go and we'll move on to the table as we speak. And uh, uh, an unfortunate set of circumstances for David Campbell and Ryan Gallagher. The goat tones are sitting uh, sitting pretty at the bottom of the table on 50 points. And we do see a 18-point difference to the B-sharps where Andy and Ross are on 68 points. There's quite 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 the gap there already. A successful title defence not gone well. Uh, Billy and Stacey, Nightmares of the North after a, after a fantastic... Brock Lesnar uh, masterpiece that, that we saw at the Elimination Chamber. They've kind of fell to third bottom at 71 points. Then there's a 20 and a half point gap to the champion big boss of Tommy Manis and Alan McLucas. Obviously, Alan won last season. It's not looking like he's going to have a back-to-back draft win, but you never know. You never know these days. And then you've got eight and a half points ahead of them in fifth position. It's myself and Daniel, the Market Street Posse, will... We'll get on. We'll get on to make some stuff about that soon. Uh, Men in a mission two point or ten points ahead of us in fourth. David and Gary, the sexy express. Cal and JP. Uh, for, for for the shit they've got there. Uh, considering how they draft, I said they drafted absolutely shit. Well, clearly I drafted absolutely shit with Daniel when they're ahead <laughs> of us by fifteen points. So fair play to him. Certainly eating my words here. Ten points ahead of them is Jim and Stephen, the quintessential stud muffins, on one hundred twenty-five points. And the McLopez, which he's Chris McLopez, Chris Anthony Lopez, his his journey, his debut into the draft, partnered with the, a, a veteran, a two-time winner of Scott McLeod, 139 points. They're going clear. They're on their way. Will it happen? It's looking extremely likely. But we'll stop our chat with our table. The now is we've got to move on to more 
I was going to say more important things, but I wouldn't really say that. Uh, Scott, break it down. The listeners league, what's happening over there? Uh, well, some people are are doing well. Some people are doing a bit shit. That's <laughs> all I can really say. Uh, let's see. No, in the first place, we got Lee McCatter. I can't even pronounce his last name, McCatter. I don't know. Uh, with extreme progress. Well, you're not progressing that far because you're you're. You're just you're just breaking into the top five. Hundred twenty-four points. He's got one point ahead of him is Stuart Irvin with a collective of greatness. Don't know exactly how accurate that is. Fraser Fraser Graham is ahead of him by two by two points. Fraser Man's All Stars on twenty-seven points. Craig Forsyth with insert name here. Can't even be arsed to come up with his own draft name. With 139 points, at least we're seeing a bit of a gap in the in the listeners' league after weeks of it being separated by just a point, and now taking a couple of points ahead of him, 145. Adam Callier, with how much wood can Brown Baker break? If Brown Baker could break wood, quite simple, Adam, he would break as much wood if Brown, as Brown Baker would. If Brown Baker wanted to break <laughs> wood, but he doesn't. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's... He's 145. He's looking uh, strong going into this season. He he has uh, 20 points. He's got no surprise. And uh, his, uh, team also, his team also includes Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Kevin Owens, uh, the Usos, and Seth Rollins. So we'll see how this mostly WWE team fake playerism going into WrestleMania, seeing where everybody is on the card. We've got Naomi in a women's tag team title match. The Usos will probably defend their title, I think. Judging by SmackDown last night, it's looking like they're actually going to put their tails up against uh, Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura, which would be an interesting, uh, interesting way to go. But yeah, that's uh, that's the uh, Craig for safe. On the other hand, has Heyman and Reigns, Becky Lynch, Tony Schiavone, Brock Lesnar, Sonya Deville, and John Moxley. He also has Tony Schiavone as his captain. So it'd be interesting to see what happens uh, between these two. What, what could Craig for safe do? You know, Becky Lynch will probably take a loss at uh, uh, WrestleMania, which we can't remember then. I said Brock wins the double main of the double title match. That could help him, but either way, it's looking like we're going to get a first time winner of the listeners league and to see who see who will join us next season. And gonna just briefly name and shame whoever's coming in last in the listeners league is simply Paddy, no surname, he doesn't deserve one, with his team name titled Mid Table. You can't even do that on 64 points. <laughs> He's really shot himself in the foot with the the, the the team name, unfortunately. But yeah, that is that is the listeners' league. It'll be it'll be interesting. Also, whoever wins this will come into our season next season from Mania to SummerSlam, the biggest season, the transfer window week. It's that's a, that's a very exciting time for us. So we get to experience that. Will they have? Will they have first season nerves as we've seen? Kind of most people come up from the listeners' league do. We'll find out. We will find out soon. But we'll we'll, we'll have a bit of discussion. It's kind of stuff that's happened this week, Scott. There's been uh, three notable captain changes, yourself included. But we'll come to you last. But we'll talk about first about uh, Alan and Tom after some successful defences with Jade Cargo in the TBS Championship. They are moving on and they have their sights set on WrestleMania, and they are firmly banking on their new captain Ronda Rousey defeating Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I think this is a very smart decision because. Jade has uh, been racking up title defences. We just got one on pay-per-view with the captain. Say, apply that won't uh, do you too badly. Uh, but I think getting this close to me, yeah, it's wise to to make the change to 
to Ronda Rousey because I think even the goat tones who had Charlotte Flair admitted when they picked her that they knew Charlotte was gonna was probably gonna lose at WrestleMania. That's probably the way they're gonna go. So, you know, finish off the season on a high with the the main event of night one. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a it'll be an in, it'll be an interesting one. Obviously, there won't be kind of much much a point kind of in the lead up to it, and you're banking on getting the points at the very end of, of WrestleMania. And also, you've got night two ahead of you, but night one, yeah, hopefully bank it as much as you can. We see what's what, and we do also have. I'm not sure if this is a night one or a night two thing, but Stephen and Jim have switched their captains as well. They've they've got their points in the CM Punk uh, dog collar match. He's moving on to different things. NGF will probably be moving on to different things next week. If we watch Dynamite and what happens the Wardlow TNT title match. But they have moved to the man that's hosting the Kevin Owens show with guest on Cold Steve Austin. It's still rumoured that a match will happen because of this. At some point during that weekend, will it happen straight away or the night after? I'm not sure. But their new captain is Kevin Owens. I think this is very smart considering how prominent Kevin Owens has been on Raw in recent weeks as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was good to put uh, the captain's young punk, uh, especially with the one at Revolution. But I think, yeah, when you look at who else they've got in the team, the Creed Brothers, the, they could win the tag titles at Stand and Deliver, but yeah, it's not a guarantee. And you look at some of the other picks, I think yeah, Owens maybe is the best. The only other one I would have said potentially would be Brian. But uh, we don't know how, you know, because he's just formed this new team with John Moxley. But uh, yeah, Kevin Owens is a prominent spot. It's a prominent spot as you can get if they're bringing back Stone Cold Steve Austin. Although the more this is going on and seeing Austin's promo, the more it makes me think if this turns into a match. I used to, I was originally thinking, oh, definitely, they'll definitely give the win to Owens and then watch Austin's promo. Like, I'm not so sure anymore. Yes, it's a, it's a it's an interesting one because also the the, the, the stuff we've seen with Owens is also the, the the idea was the tag team they were going to take the belts into Mania and they were wanting to face the Usos and kind of put the belts together, but also that hasn't happened. Rollins has went AWOL on social media. We don't know what's happening. Also, Rollins and Martin, uh, but Owens Owens kind of path has seemed clear for a wee while with with his hatred of Texas all of a sudden. But it's a yeah, it's 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 something that's it'll be quite quite polarizing at the show. I think it'll be it'll be very good. But something uh, we've got another captaincy change, of course. It's a uh, you yourself and Chris the McLopez with cheese. You, you suffered an unfortunate. Nobody means to say a setback because you're 14 points ahead. But something that was unexpected was Sammy Guevara losing to Scorpio Sky for the TNT championship it's something I didn't think was was going to happen obviously because the, the the whole records thing we've seen that that's the that's how you get the title matches and Scorpio Sky's been just getting wins on dark and dark elevation it seems and is warranting a title shot on Dynamite but you know he's won it and I'm sure they'll do great things when the title balls it was a bit unfortunate for you during the week that that, that, that did happen but you tell us tell us who you've moved your uh, captaincy to and, and why you did that well, this was a decision we were always going to make. We we're always going to take the captain's off of Sammy heading into by the last few weeks of the season. Uh, we knew we had to keep the tight the captain's on him going into Revolution because obviously the six man tag team, you know, destined for the, his team to win. So a pay per view one for your captain was definitely what we needed to keep that lead. Um, and the fact that we also had, you know, a, a rarity for me when I have more people on pay per view. We went three for three. Moxley won. And Jurassic Express retained. Which was great for us, uh, but also we knew. I knew that. Uh, well, I thought I'll wait till the middle of the week to announce the captaincy change in the chat because it doesn't take effect to the following Monday. And then Tony Khan announces the Scorpio Sky uh, tell them, and so we we're always going to change the captaincy. 
we just me and Chris were collectively annoyed that Sammy decided clearly knowing that we were going to the captaincy off him decided to half arse it in his final week as our captain <laughs> and decided to draw the belt to go I mean it could have been worse but the fact on the same episode they threw in another Jurassic Breathtail defence and Moxley and Brian won a tag match uh, that actually helped keep the gap and you know it turns out not as worse as it could have been so we've taken the captaincy off of Sammy and much like Alan and Tom we were hoping for a big you know, go home, you know, big title win at WrestleMania as we've twitched it to Bianca Belair in the hope that she will take the title away from away from Becky Lynch. And, you know, you got to think the next couple of weeks she's going to be very prominent on TV because she's now got to kind of carry the feud now that Becky's got this injury. Yeah, especially like, like was, was it like a, was it a fracture? Is it something to do with her voice box or something like that? She's, she's, yeah, she's, there's a, there's a, that's a weird one, but uh, you're, you're hoping it carry, carry it, and yes, it seems that maybe she'll get her get her revenge at, at WrestleMania. It's just, it's just a shame that it's a night one. You know what I mean? Also with the with uh, Ronda and Charlotte main event, like do do they open the show? I take it because it's if it's, there's not really like, a kind of good place else to be on the Mania show because at, at that point, but we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, I guess we can we can talk about uh an elephant in the room, so to speak, Scott, uh, myself and Daniel's team. Daniel's not here today, unfortunately. He had other uh, prior engagements. Uh, he is, I would say, he's very disappointed in some of the decisions I have made. Uh, I was the one that advocated for the captaincy change from Britt Baker to Alpha Academy as I was adamant that Britt Baker was losing and Alpha Academy would, attain, uh, would retain and we'd see the... We would see this uh, the split up of RK Bro, and I got everything absolutely wrong. Uh, we we saw that Britt Baker did retain after it came out that Thunder Rosa may have been injured, and uh, they probably didn't want to put the belt on her until she was medically cleared properly, which arguably seems to be now because there's a title match next week in the steel cage, which she'll probably win, and Britt Baker will lose. And then Alpha Academy got their arse handed to them in the triple threat tag match. They are rumored to be. In the Mania match, uh, it seems to be RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy, but we will wait and see. But yeah, I've, uh, I'll, I'll go put my put my hands up. Sorry, Daniel, it's my fault. Yeah. No, it's very interesting that you said that, Jack, because you know usually when somebody's here, their cat, their partner is, and it's very you know often that they'll pin the blame on on somebody else, you know. Because I have seen some argument between the two of you in the chat as things have begun to descend, like watching a couple having an argument inside a pub. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, Daniel seems to also think this is very much your fault. Uh, but like, even if you kept the captaincy on Freddie for like another week and like she announced the change here and after she won the captain, she won with captaincy points at Revolution. Who would you then? Like with this new match on the road, who else would you have uh, switched the captaincy to if not Alpha Academy? Because who else do you think you've got? Because, like you said, you've got Seth, who's usually very valuable, but he's went a wall, you know, and Sami Zayn taking his taking second big title loss in a row with the, losing his rematch to Ricochet. Uh, and then you got Adam Cole, who is prominent on AW, but he failed to win the AW title. So, who else do you think, if you had the choice? Uh, to change the answer from Burt Baker to somebody else, would you have still went for the Alpha Academy after Revolution? Um, it would have been. I, I don't know because I would I would have seen the title match was happening, and I still would have thought they would retain 
so I probably would have said, oh, they'll retain their titles and we'll, we'll put the caps on and we'll get we'll get bare points. But it seemed obviously they lost. Would we have made a captaincy change so soon? I don't know. I might have probably messaged it and said about it, but then they did lose. So I don't know who else we could have put the the captaincy on because what we envisioned to maybe happen come WrestleMania just isn't isn't happening. We 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 maybe would have put it on Zayn if he still had the IC title defending that against John Johnny Knoxville, but that's not happening. So he's probably losing that match now because it's just a normal match. Plus, has went AWOL. Adam Cole lost his title match. It hasn't been an AW pay per view until after Mania, so there's no point putting the capacity on him to Britt Baker because she probably would lose next week. So I guess you would either either put it in Alpha Academy and hope they get the title back. Or you take the punt in Seth Rollins and hope that he does something. It would have to have been one of them too. Mm. Yeah, because like Seth, you'd think there'd be a spot for him at me. I think there were rumours that Debbie wanted him to face Cody originally, but then there was the whole thing about where's what is Cody's status for WrestleMania. So there's no clue there. But yeah, unfortunately, it comes to me. I don't think you've got much in terms of representation. And I don't like to give this guy credit, but David Talkey, I think, did say that. He felt like this was a mid-table like team in the end, and for a few weeks you guys were like getting were on, on top. You guys were number one for a couple of weeks in a row, and I found it hard to stay, stay believe because other than like maybe Britt Baker, like, there weren't any like big scorers that screamed out to me. But unfortunately, the David Hockney prophecy seems to have come <laughs> true for you guys. <laughs> all, all I'll say is David Hockney. I bet you wish you took that bet now. They absolutely wish you took that bet that I put in because we've absolutely, absolutely fucked it. We had, we had, we had visions. We, we were doing great things, and it's all just kind of seemed to to crumble at our at our feet. We've probably just got too big for our boots, and that's that's it. But that is that's 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 how the drafts the draft goes, Scott. You know what I mean? You win some, you lose some, and it's just it's, just, it's not went it's not went our way. I've got no regrets of what we've of of what we what we've done and how it's how it's went about. There was sound logic, I think, to everything that we were wanting to do. It just had worked our way. But I do I do apologise to Daniel. It's just it's not it's not been our season, my friend. Uh, yeah. Maybe if we, if yeah. we become a tag team again, maybe we maybe in the next season. I don't know, but we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, yeah, it's still quite like. We were all laughing because, like you said, oh, do we see? We do. It was a, it was a bet that Alexa Bliss would be a better draft pick than Liv Morgan, and yes. then it started working out because Liv got pinned by Alexa in like the, the chamber. But now Liv Morgan's at eleven points. Alexa Bliss is on eight. So David Hockney definitely is a shake bag for not taking the bet. But you know, we're all the three of us right now are all victims, seemingly of uh, like people who are not in the draft taking titles from people in our team and that's a thing that keeps cropping up in this fucking draft so far because uh, I think the only reason Cal and JP are still in like third or so is probably because not only just Tony Giovanni but the fact that RK Bro won the tag titles back but look at fucking Ricochet undrafted takes the IC title from Sammy on your team uh, Scorpio Sky not drafted takes the TNT title from Sammy on my team Billy and Stacey have Damon Priest steals the US title to, uh, to Finn Balor and then out of the most surprising one of all, Braun Baker, you know, captain, I believe, of David Gary's team. Dave, a bit high enough. Oh, we've got a big title defence coming up at Roadblock. Oh, that'll be, help us keep the third. Maybe go up to second. He loses it to Dolph Ziggler, uh, 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 who, of course, wasn't drafted because he's Dolph Ziggler in 2022. But somehow, Dolph Ziggler 
is the NXT champion. And I don't, there's not ever going to be a, a time that that isn't funny. And I think I think on I think on that note as we as we laugh of, about about Dolph Ziggler being a, a a top champion on a show again we will we will end it here Scott thank you very much for for being on always 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 a great show thank you very much uh, Jack for being here and taking the reins although I'm sad that meant I need to talk to the listeners like you know, I think I talked a bit longer than I should have but you know <laughs> my my team uh, took a night off last night I mean Chris still are ahead. And we're hoping to keep that going. Uh, Moxley and I have a tag, another tag match next week. So onwards and upwards, you know, Chris is looking to be the first person to make the winning debut season since I think the only other person was technically the goal. And that's only because it was the first ever season. I can't think of another person so far in their first season that's won the draft. If anyone else can think of one, answers on a postcard. You just put your, you sent your team on vacation and you still end up on top. That's just the kind of the kind of folk you are. You know, you're good guys, good guys. But yeah, yeah. Sammy doesn't. Sammy doesn't give a fuck. He's no longer a captain. He gets to go home and take on to every night. So more. <laughs> so in the end, he's a real winner. He's a real winner. Yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're that's what we're saying. But on on that note, tune in next week for another edition of Saturday Draft Live. Check everything else on our on our feeds. And yeah, we will see you later on. There now follows an enthusiastic advertisement for Quiz Showdown. Hello guys, welcome to Quiz Showdown. I'm Daniel Campbell and in the show you're going to see the members of the Eat Sleep Suplex retweet team go through a very strange quiz. We don't know what the heck's going on with it, but you're going to have to watch to find out. Go check out on the YouTube channel now. That was an enthusiastic advert for Quiz Showdown.